Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A Radio Info Raw Edit podcast. The conversations behind our reports. We're at the Esplanade Hotel in St Kilda, steeped in history. None of this was here when I was a kid, Steve. I did my first stand-up gig here in June 93 downstairs in the Gershwin room. And this was all locked up. I don't even know what happened up here. It was just a no-go zone. In fact, I think that major staircase might have even been unsafe for periods of time. So they've certainly, they've certainly done a lot up here. What was the briefing from your content director when you began the show? I did all of my early chats with Mike Fitzpatrick. And uh, really what we wanted to do was... You know, sort of have a look at whether there's some room around that breakfast shift to not be offering what other shows were offering. Because I'm not a big fan of guests from Maths or Big Brother or, you know, all of that kind of, you know, filler radio. I'm not, I, I just want to talk directly to the audience about what's local and, you know, so, you know, e- equally something international that's interesting. I want to hear from the listeners. I really like that. They can call the show and talk to us and share their stories. I'm more interested in that kind of radio than I am sort of covering off the TV guide. Yeah, well, talking of that, you were very successful as part of the Nova Drive team. But, you know, did you feel comfortable with the music choice and the things you had to talk about there? No, not always, no. It's certainly not my music. Um, and it's definitely skewed younger, that, that radio network. But mind you, having said that, when I started there, I was only in my sort of probably late 30s, so it felt a lot more natural then, even though I was probably already slightly out of the demo. So, yeah, there were some challenges around, certainly the music. Oof. So you're not um, going to be talking about Dua Lupa on no. Triple M Breakfast here in Melbourne? No, Ariana Grande will not get mentioned on the show. So, yeah, there's de- definitely some... Ooh, I had some tough chats over there, that's for sure. And, of course, the difference, too, is that that was a national show, extremely successful. Now, any breakfast show has to be fiercely local, and here you are being local in Melbourne again. So... What's the secret? What are you using to be very local? Do you know what the secret for me is? Is how much I love this city. I, I just... I, I, I came here in 92 and I've lived here ever since. Anytime I've had to go somewhere for work, I've always come back here. I've always thought of this as home. And, uh, you know, I wish I'd been able to grow up here. I really am deeply in love with this town. And I hope that that comes through in the show. You know, there's a lot of knocks on Melbourne in lots of different areas and we've just gone through a terrible time here with the pandemic and a lot of Dan Andrews and all of that sort of gear. Um, but all the way through it, I've believed in Melbourne and, and Melbourne will be fine. Now, your background is stand-up comedy. 
I heard you say earlier that you're glad not to be having to try and make a living out of stand-up comedy, probably especially during the pandemic when yeah. venues were closed. Yeah, that would have been. And I had a lot of friends who would, I knew, I, I know were doing it really tough. A lot of guys that predominantly work live and what you end up doing is spending your savings. So, you know, you really... And there wasn't a lot of government support for a lot of the creative arts industries and, and I think that's borne out now that we can look back on it and say, well, who benefited and who didn't? So I think it would have been awfully difficult to be trying to make a living out of that. I was, in the, I was at the Adelaide Festival doing stand-up in 2019 in March when, when it started to be a conversation about whether that, mar that festival would even finish and we were like, what, because of corona? And they were like, yeah, and we were like, oh, you'd have to be kidding, aren't you? couple of blokes who got a cold <laughs> and here we are just literally coming out of it and of course close contacts and not being at work are a big factor for breakfast radio but it seems like from the last ratings the commute is coming back yeah i think we can feel the commutes coming back but we can also strangely feel things steve like mondays are quiet where you can see that people are nominating, they'll take the Monday off. So you can feel that on the phones and you can feel that in the city as well. So I think, I think that we're not quite there. I, think, I, I feel like we're a couple of years away from really, in this town, really bouncing back. I wonder whether the workplace will ever really look like it used to. Does that mean that you have a different expectation for the highest figures you could achieve in breakfast than you might have had if you had taken this gig five years ago? Yeah, look, I, I, I don't have any expectation around our numbers. We're trying to win 25 to 54-year-old men, and we will. I would like the network as a whole to start to broaden out because I think we've got a breakfast show that can help the network do that. I think we need to be what's called all people and I think that's where we'll, we'll end up benefiting. So last thought on the difference between stand-up and live radio. To me it seems like stand-up comedians refine a joke and work it through and reuse it many times but radio's a hungry beast. You've got to have a new angle every day. Yeah, you do. It's just you churn through. That's why when we were discussing earlier poor old Patty and her dad dying, I couldn't remember all the details of that, Steve, because I don't hold on to it. I just keep moving through it. It's like a stream for me. It's just constant sort of navigating your way up and down stream. So for me, I just, I just keep moving through it. I don't hang on to it. It's, I, I never use the word disposable because that suggests that it might be somehow meaningless. It's certainly not that. But it's just such a huge volume of it. You know, when you're doing sort of 15 hours on air a week, I'm always amazed when I bump into people at a pub and they'll go, you know, I'm the guy that rang up about the baseball. I go, are you, mate? <laughs> Lovely to meet you. As if I'd ever remember. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Pleasure, Steve. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 